0: Hello and welcome to my show conversation with Priya. I'm your host Priya Mishra. Today is my guest, Ewan Collins. Ewan Collins is a very great uh, business uh, leader I would suggest um, because he has been helping people for the lot of businesses I have known and uh, we have been always hearing a good words about him. He's a very good friend of mine. He helps business owners get their lives back to using system and software after saving serving more than 40 hours per month by integrated automation software solution into his own business. He had experience firsthand that there was a better way and he made sure to pass his knowledge on by starting relevant, And not only that, he also helps businesses with the RIPA solution by the hosting. His slogan is life raise and lighten. So let's uh, welcome him. And I would like you to help me today to welcome Ewan Collins. Hey Ewan, thank you for joining me and welcome to my show conversation with Priya. I would like to start with your journey today. Like I know it's a very generic question, but you know, I would like you to tell us and my audience how your whole entrepreneurial journey started.
1: Um, sure. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, uh, my name is Avon and uh, I now run a business or a couple of businesses. One is um, uh, marketing automation and CRM and then another is like a web hosting site and they're quite both complementary. It <laughs> uh, has been quite a long journey. You know, I started off, I did um, seven years in the Army, uh, got out, bought a business, ran that for a little while, Ran a couple of um, sporting organisations, then uh, you know found a need in the marketplace where uh, people just didn't understand some of the technology stuff or needed some help. Yeah, uh, wanted to or maybe automate some stuff. So then I started off as a hobby, grew it from there. Um, you know, tried had a business partner that one didn't work. Had another business partner that one didn't work. Um, signed up with uh, uh, my current one and uh, or two others one quit decided it didn't work and now i've got my my current one and, and we're a really good team um and i've found him after uh it was it was about seven years after leaving the army we'd actually been in the same regiment together um right and you know we had complementary services and and to this point today we um yeah that that's where we're at so it's been a been a whirlwind
0: wow so your um it's it's out of context question but your army experience does it help you to be more disciplined and stay focused
1: I think in the military you go through certain hardships and I think that you get develop a bit of a thick skin you drive a bit of drive and determination and Mm -hmm. you know be it lack of sleep lack of food you know you're cold and wet you know and hungry and um I think that gives you some perspective. So when things get tough in business, you push through it. You make, you know, some sacrifices. You, you, you work hard. So yeah, I think it really does give you a good, um, good. I think from a personal basis and your ability to handle running a business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, if you remember earlier, we were discussing in a couple of days ago and we were talking about that, you know, how it is important to have that resilience, that perseverance in in you Mm. to follow any such journey. Um, And in that, if you don't. If weather is not a problem, like, you know, people say, oh, but this, but that, but that, the but is never ending mm. for a lot of people and a lot of business owners. Yeah. Um, and I always call it, it's a weather crisis. It's a weather problem. Mm. Uh, I mean, there is, there will be always too cold, too hot, too, <laughs> you know, something yeah. too much is there. Yeah. Once you overcome that, that does that um, help people in any, anybody in the entrepreneur? To actually stay focused and tap into the market where they wanna head to, um, in in nutshell, your end goal and main goal is more you know prominent, and you are more focused in that journey.
1: Well, yeah, that that, that you just sort of kept it off at the end there with the um the end goal is like you've got a mission. Yeah, there's some barriers, there's some difficulties, but um, you know, you've you can only do whatever planning you can that's only you know 80% of a solution is is good enough you know you don't want to uh was it a 100% solution after the fact is too late mm. so if your information is not going to be perfect yeah. um your planning is not going to be perfect um you know you're probably going to have a few iterations or or things that are going to fail early on
0: yeah
1: so what that's part of it just suck it up get past it and achieve your end result mm.
0: Mm. And that helps you um, you know how you're gonna actually create the different milestone and even if the detour comes, you are still okay to go with that, is it it?
1: Yeah, so like I guess what you're saying is breaking down the goal into manageable chunks. Yes um, So you know like uh, I know that I, hey I want to be an AS, ASX listed global company, but that's yes. not going to happen tomorrow. I know I need to build a bit of a team. I know I need to, you know, get a few clients of a certain size. And so, you know, I'll look at like, all right, now I want to break through this barrier of X amount of revenue per month, or now I want to break through the barrier of um, this many team, or now I want to like just have a lot of little like wins. Mm -hmm. And if they are all uh, contributing to the end goal, then, you know, each of those little steps, um, so like a, a campaign the definition of a, of a campaign mm. Mm. Um, is a series of goals and actions that work up to an ultimate goal yeah so yeah definitely want to break it down and make them achievable
0: right yeah, yeah. and that brings to my next question is where you talk about automation a lot right mm. and in your consulting you have been helping a lot of businesses from all sorts of automation you know mm. um, in how adoptable people are for that kind of a motivational you know step to take because a lot of people are still thinking oh it's if i will automate i'll lose the control A lot of people mm-hmm. are actually worried about losing the control aspect but how do you convince uh, them on that level in automation and it, uh, you know
1: well i think most people are doing some level of automation already And they probably don't even realize it. You know, like if you've got an email template, if you've got, uh, let's just say you've written something else out to a client um, that you've done 10 times before Mm -hmm. and you've just saved it somewhere where you can grab again, that's a level of automation. It's not like complete, you know, this, 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 Mm -hmm. this chain of events. But, you know, I think people think of automation as, you know, I'm, I'm buying a robot or I'm getting some big machine to do to replace my whole job. It's not. It's a whole lot of little processes that add up to a lot of big processes. Particularly if it's repetitive, mm. there it is a a prime target for automation. Mm. So, um, you know, one of the most simple things uh, that we both use and talk about is yeah. uh, uh, a text expansion tool. It's a it's a thing. It's it's called Text Blaze. It's a free Chrome plugin. Mm. Um, basically, I have all these little snippets. I put my ABN. I put my Uh, LinkedIn URL I put up websites or phone numbers you know things that I need access to regularly Hmm. I put it in a little thing that I can just quickly grab and it's those little productivity tools if you think about Kaizen or um, you know the continuous improvement methodology Hmm. is that one percent improvement per day is adds up exponentially growing over over the course of a year like that is a massive massive improvement that's what automation is all about
0: yeah 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 and I think the, and that brings to my pro on the next question you mentioned the productivity. The productivity is something actually going to help you to actually achieve your goal because a lot of time people don't understand that oh only one minute there and only one minute there, oh, I'll do it manually, oh, I can handle it, but they don't realize the pro, every one minute productivity does matter when you have thousands of works to do. It's like a accumulative effect.
1: Well, not only that, like being having a system that's automated allows you to then put other people in to do that work. Mm. Um, you know, simple thing like every time I do a task that I think someone else is going to do, I'll record it, mm. and then someone else can go and watch that video and then learn how to do it. Mm. Um, I, I think that if if you don't start small, yeah, you'll never get big. So those small things definitely do add up, and you know, I think investing the time early on in making those little tools those little shortcuts those little tricks mm. um, then go to very big things yeah um, and so yeah there is it is quicker just to do the task the first time absolutely yeah but that doesn't if you need to do it a hundred times um, you know even if you even if it's 25 percent faster you've mm. only got to do that task four times to gain back that time that it took you to actually create the process so yeah. then when you get to the fifth sixth seventh or uh, 800th time that you're doing it, Mm. it's now so much more effective and that frees you up for a day, a month, a year, uh, 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 was it um, uh, one month, a year, things like that. Mm. So two minutes per employee in a 50-minute company is Mm. one employee per year.
0: Right. Wow. And a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the CRM stats you know and um, if we if you remember a lot of people are adopting towards CRM so it's mm. it's in itself is an automation right yes. itself is a product you know productivity tool I would call it right mm. and if you add but majority of people sign up for the CRM and they pay the bill year after year but mm. they don't use it fully right mm. And having people like you as a team member or a you know support system, I think it it is gonna change a lot of businesses, in you know in a very short amount of time what they wanna achieve, rather than they keep struggling on on that sense. How are you finding that reaction of the the crowd wants to move towards CRM, but how you are finding that them to be converting towards using it?
1: it's definitely a trend it's a it's a word that's been thrown around and now all these softwares that weren't crms are adding that as their little selling point purely because now they store a phone number an email and uh, a name but that's not really what a crm is about and i think that people tend to miss the the point um and and you can't make it an island like it's not this thing that you like a giant rolodex that just stores some contact info Mm -hmm. it needs to be like the command center of what you do and how you do everything, how you share information in your organization. And the moment you put it, like have all the information flowing into it, that's when, all right, well, we've got to now handle, um, you know, where we did one task. Now we've got to do 10 tasks that are exactly the same. So now I can run an automation job and go click, click on all 10, and -hmm. then do five steps for all of them simultaneously within Mm -hmm. a few milliseconds instead Mm -hmm. of going, you know, spending three minutes on each record. So that exponentially saves that amount of time. So in terms of getting it into a business and and using it, they need a goal. You know, we we, we talked about goals before. They need the vision. They need to understand what it's going to do for them. And one of the massive parts with 8,000 plus products on the market, choose the right thing for your business. Don't listen to the salesperson of the platform Mm. because their only motivator is their sales KPIs. So they're going for commissions, not for your actual benefit on your own business.
0: Yeah. And in that sense, if I remember correctly, your consultancy also being the clarity of the people, Mm. which one will be the best suitable option for you, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so we generally, what we prefer to do is, quite often we're helping people that have already got one. Um, But where we can select a new one, we'll do an analysis and we'll look at, what capabilities does the business need and it's more about where they are in the market what their business is what their unique selling proposition is as mm. opposed to the mm. as opposed to their competition because if you've got 100 businesses in the same software mm. there's no competitive advantage everyone's doing the same thing the same way right but if you can have something that's a little, that you operate differently say like let's say you have some add-on service that is transformational over and above every yep. other operator mm you're going to get all the customers because that's where the value is so that's where we focus yeah
0: and that brings you just mentioned the capability right so capability in um, you know i i notice capability analysis is a very important part of your business that yeah. helps you the people who are into participating into your business and in your vision like majority of people don't consider their team as a you know their partners and i believe they are like my partners they are my army Mm. and without them i'm nothing you know and they are Mm. my asset so i believe if they if we will know right person sitting on the right seat and if we know what is my capability and what is my serviceability based on that Mm. that's gonna actually help you grow your business you know exponentially hmm. and you what do you think how it is going to help into more of a sustainable business model rather than actually surviving mode majority of people i have met you hmm. know if they are small businesses they are actually in a surviving mode it's, it's a hard truth
1: i think a lot of businesses think of um think of it in terms of like leads are this thing that i get and then I make money, and then um, that's it. That's all the business is. When really it's this interplay between um, customers, suppliers, partners, team members, and those relationships. So, so you know, CRM is your relationship engine. Should not just be about customers. Hmm. You know, I've got uh, a way that I keep certain stakeholders updated because they're key referers into you know certain things like new customers, new groups, new. understanding advanced warning on new legislation changes and and those sorts of things. So you get to have influence in the marketplace. You get to be seen as this beacon of value for everybody. Hmm. And then you almost don't have to market. You almost don't have to build anything else other than just great relationships with everyone around you in context. And that's the kicker. Right. So talking to people the way they expect to be uh, engaged with. And I, I think where people, you say you, your team is is definitely your, uh, very much a part of your, that's your asset. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of times people, when in terms of uh, customers, treat them as just this cattle that come through, spend their money and off they go. When really they're your partners as well. They're going to yeah. tell you what sucks. And if someone tells you, I didn't like this experience, you work on fixing that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. that's
1: exactly what we're going to do.
0: Yeah. And I a majority of people don't realize the customer experience is nothing to do with the only customer side. It's mm. also your other stakeholders, including your employee, does make a lot of difference. Mm. Um, I remember a story of uh, you know, Mercedes, and you know, if you don't have a experience of driving the Mercedes, you are not gonna sell it pers- passionately right mm. uh, so unless you give that right experience and what it's like to be your customer right mm. and what it's like to be part of your life um, you know in professional life or a personal life how I'm gonna expect them to be pa- equally passionate about me or my product to sell yeah. or support uh, yeah. emotionally right
1: particularly in a services environment because like with a product a car I can jump in a car but in a service, I can't jump into a service like I've either consume it or I don't. Yeah. So you really need those other people's uh, opinions and those other people's shared experiences of, of how they felt and what the impact was on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I always ask this question to all of people, all of my stakeholders: Are you working here, or working with me, or working with me or for me, whatever you call yeah. it? You're working it for uh, money or you are working for your experience or the passion? Because I, I always believe there will be someone better paying you always. Isn't
1: it? Yeah. I mean, uh, quite often, if you want to do a good job for a good job's sake, that's more important, I think, than, um, you know, getting the, you know, you don't want to be the most expensive or the cheapest or the, um, the just the loudest, um, you know, just be good at what you do. And that yeah. will be one of the most strongest attractors of anyone else around yeah it. yeah
0: and i we always discuss about this uh, in you know in our kind of collaborative group also we have been actually hearing a lot people don't buy services people buy the value you offer
1: correct yes absolutely and they buy you know from people they know like and trust
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: and that happens only when you actually showcase it
1: you know correct yeah. yeah trust by proxy i think is the 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 comment that's always commonly shared
0: yes yes very interesting uh concept but not many people actually understand it thoroughly and implement it but what i have my experience with you abon is that you have actually not only Uh, understood it, actually, you have given the same experience. And with my my me being your customer, also, it's being a very good, interesting journey with you. That brings to my um, next and in nearly the last question, I would suggest that, you know, if you are, if you want to help businesses to grow, actually create a sustainable business model, Mm -hmm. what will be your two cents for them to actually, you know, work on those lines?
1: Um, you know, you said before that your team is really, really important. And I think that small business owners, particularly like if you're an individual, you can't do it on your own. It's mm-hmm. going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of, uh, other people. Um, so listen, you yeah. know, you don't know it all. No one does, um, help your team to, to know what, you know, you know, you can't be this gatekeeper of, of knowledge. Um, so, you know, make sure you make it really easy and, and help people win, not only yeah. your customer, which is your sole job, but help your team win, help your um, friends win, you know, all of these, you know, everyone's got to get value in some way. And, you know, if you get value from seeing other people successful, mm. that's going to be a, a really strong sign that you, you're going to want to drive to continue to make other people see value and, and be successful. So that's going to help you become by mm. successful. Yeah.
0: And in your in your experience, uh, that if, when you when you think about growth, people like numbers. You know, there are a lot mm. of number people. Yeah. What what percentage the model we have been implementing together? I mean, mm. you have been doing it a lot for a lot of other businesses.
1: Mm.
0: What percentage of people would like to see where where they wanna hit and what is the achievements they have been achieving? Um, through your you know journey you have been given given to them through your automation or CRM whatever experience you have been giving to your customers
1: so um, I, I like to think in larger numbers and, and not just necessarily um, myself but like the the stats on being any kind of like CRM or digital transformation investment um, businesses that are digitally optimized grow five times faster than those that aren't and i think that um, that's not just, you know, my customers that's, you know, across any form of digital transformation in a business is absolutely critical. And, and if people aren't focusing and prioritising that, you know, very quickly, you know, we're already in the, the age of, uh, we're part in the fourth industrial age mm-hmm. of automation, where yeah. we, we had the computer age, that was the third. I think we're moving into the fifth, which is the robotics age. Yeah. And, um, you know, you really need to consider, digital and you really need to consider automation because um, there's just not going to be a um, a carbon copy paper book in the future. (laughs) Um, So the the stats and the numbers behind investing in this stuff are empirical. There are hundreds and thousands of statistics that say this needs to happen and people need to be, you know, shaken, uh, shaken awake to, Mm. to, to realize that this is, this is an inevitable change. COVID, like, absolutely, made that front and center. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, make some change.
0: Yeah, and that was a trendsetter as well. I believe, like, it actually it gives a really good thought to a lot of people to actually wake up. Mm. Uh, it was a kind of a wake up call, and it is also very much shows how important it is to digitalize, you know, mm. automate. Uh, so you can not only just survive, you can sustain and actually grow.
1: Well, we, um, I, I just got off the phone with another a client who had um, a very large website with about over 50,000 web uh, pages. Um, and they've got, uh, you know, three to 5,000 visitors per day. And since migrating to good quality servers, their loading speed as, uh, is less than half, which... You know that's a good number because you, you, your um, your website loads much faster, which yep. then yep. means that your customers don't bounce; they stay on the site longer. They'll buy more stuff, and this has been an absolutely phenomenal change for this person. Mm-hmm. So the the stats are there; they've, yeah. they've they've doubled their their value to the customer because they they load or the website loads in half the time, and that's every page. So yep. from four seconds up to six seconds down to about less than two yeah so
0: wow and that comes through the customer experience i always talk about like you know Mm. the better customer experience you are offering the more people are gonna talk about it and you will be able to create evangelists through that you know Mm. um uh, until then, because there are a lot of people are cl- c- claiming to be best customer service. Yeah. But I'm thinking about you know, you can't have the customer service without giving uh, the best customer experience. I mean, don't trade on customer, everybody is giving customer ex- service. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what experience you are offering, you know. And yeah. you know, people pay for five star food for experience.
1: Yeah. I- there's a stat on that as well. Is uh, 86% of people will pay more for a better customer experience, mm. but only one percent of people actually report having great and consistent customer experiences from a business.
0: Right, right. So and look, look at life. that. Because companies are even started talking about overall business experience. If the company like larger, big players in the market, they are yeah. already talking about giving best business experience rather than customer experience. So. You know, I have noticed that not many people understand the difference between, you know, business experience and customer experience, but business experience that wherever you go in, no matter which vertical or horizontal, you know, places you go in a particular business, the experience is the same.
1: The outcome
0: is nearly the same. Whereas customer experience is actually based on the segment-wise, the product and the service, each product and service individually treated yeah. and individually given the experience for that one. doesn't mean that you are going to give, whether you are talking to the lowest point of the contact or the highest point of the contact, you will not get the experience same. Um,
1: yeah, I think they call it now that's the, the latest buzzword for that is uh, BX or brand experience. BX.
0: Brand experience or business experience, you call Mm. it. So um, that's very much important in the business model. And I am sure, uh, one you already started implementing in your business. um,
1: Yes. Yep. Taking feedback all the time and trying to make it better. (laughs)
0: Right. And how you're going to actually give that people to start thinking towards that, how you can invoke them to be more futuristic approach, taking more futuristic approach, being more proactive, how you actually, I would say, be provocative towards that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I've, I've, I'm trying to do lots of little uh, uh, videos, like YouTube videos, just to show little tips and tricks, little productivity hacks. Um, if people start early, they get inquisitive, they they trial different things, they start to learn all of the um, the underlying sort of skills, you know, like yeah. you know, what's a merge field, what's a, um, uh, a keyboard shortcut, you know, um, you how best to lay out a template, those sorts of things. And then, you know, what's a workflow, you know, if this, then that. How do we do the filtering of the, the records so that only the right, action or whatever triggers the right uh workflow yeah um those sorts of like you got to think a bit like a computer so if people are doing that then they're going to be on the right path and then it's just improved so i mean we've got like online courses and things but you know there's 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 a mountain of of knowledge to to gain and to grow Um, so working on it all the time
0: great so before we go i would like you to say how people can contact you what is the best way to reach out to you um, would you like to share with them
1: uh yeah sure so um i guess for for me personally if you want to learn more about me go to relevate.com.au slash avon collis a-v-o-n-c-o-l-l-i-s uh no space and that's a little bit of a bio about me there's links to a whole bunch of other things and uh, if anyone wants to book a chat they can do that there but um other than that that's that's my contact yeah
0: great thank you so much and all the details and every single links will be given on the description below so don't forget to like subscribe and uh, we'll see you in our next video thank you for joining in thanks everyone thank you